Hi, my name's Mason. My name's Finn. And this is Let's, Let's Talk, Talk Football. Football is a show where we talk about football's hottest topics. Uh, so now today we are joined by um, my friend James Westwood. Hello, everybody. Okay. Hello. And uh, Paul Spin. Uh, so yeah. uh, we've got quite a few good options today. We have uh, the transfer talk. Um, of course, the new managers coming into um, new, uh, the clubs, and uh, of course, the uh, crying German girls fundraiser. And today, at the time of recording this, is um, is the day that Euro the Euros final take place. Uh, Italy uh, v England, uh, which we're all hoping uh, England will win. Uh, so, okay. starting off with some uh, transfer news, uh, Finn, what do you think of uh, Liverpool's? Uh, a te- uh, rumored deal with uh, Mbappe. Do you see that as a good bit, bit uh, a good bit of business? Well, you see, obviously, killing Mbappe to Liverpool has been widely talked around for maybe like a couple seasons now. Obviously, Real Madrid have also been in the mix. Um, obviously, yeah, a lot of it's been towards Real Madrid, but Liverpool have kind of been in the background, and I can see why. Obviously, um, Bobby Firmino, he's been good, but he's not really had the goal presence really there but I guess he has been playing more of a centre forward role but yeah, the Kylian Mbappe talks, I can see why they're happening because they are going to want a, probably a new striker um, as they do seem to be maybe forcing Bobby Firmino a tiny bit out the door in the past few uh, seasons or so, past few months so I can see why but honestly I just don't think they have the fund I don't think Kylian Mbappe is going to like. I don't think Mbappe is going to fit the, kind of like the Jurgen Klopp kind of style because obviously, as we know, as we've seen, it's very high-pressing, attacking football that he's playing. And obviously, Kylian Mbappe can play that. But I think with the players alongside him, it's not going to really work out that much. And obviously, he's been playing in League 1. This is a Premier League. It's a, it's a completely different league than what he played in. So, honestly, I don't see it happening. And we have to look at the financial um, side of it. Liverpool aren't really known that much for spending big they maybe do like one or two big transfers every few seasons obviously um Virgil van Dijk when he was the most expensive defender in the world obviously that was big that was big money for them um yeah, so they they're not afraid to spend the big money but they don't do it that often so I'm not sure financially that it's going to be good for Liverpool because obviously Real Madrid have been in heavy talks that he said he wants to go to Real Madrid so, round of the front runners, but the rumours with Liverpool are still shaking around. But personally, I think that it's not going to go through and that he's going to stay at PSG or go to Real Madrid in the next few seasons. So, uh, yeah. James, what, what do you think about the Kylian Mbappe deal? Well, um, personally, I, I don't think he'd be um, very well suited for um, Liverpool because I feel like Liverpool with Bobby Firmino, they have um, a goal scorer more than anything. And I think that maybe when Harry Kane, he wants to leave Tottenham, I think that Harry Kane would be better for them because he doesn't want to rotate, go out wide all the time. He just wants to score the goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Course, Liverpool have those two attacking wingers, uh, Salah and Firmino, who are known to be more goal scorers. Whereas mm. Firmino's got the pass. And we know Kane can do both. So like it's yeah. very well said, I think Kane would be a better fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And Mbappe, yeah. 
Mbappe is more of um, a sole goal, goal scorer. He looks yeah. receive the ball. He doesn't. He looks pass it out wide and then get it in. Whereas, like for me, no Salah, they'll make uh, inside runs and they'll cut inside. I don't think Mbappe will be able to uh, assist with that, like the way Bobby Firmino or Harry Kane would. So, okay. although like yeah, he's good at he's good at sell shirts and yeah, he's going to be fun, probably quite fun to watch, especially in this very new league that he's going to go into. But will it work out in the long term? Absolutely not. It, um, no. And of course, no, yeah. on the Real Madrid side, you look at Real Madrid, Benzema's getting old, and Benzema is a sole goal scorer, like Mbappe. So, on the Real Madrid yeah. side, that is a very good deal. He'll work out, he'll sell shirts again, he'll make money, and he'll score goals, because failing that, who probably won't be in the team, but if he was, he has a very good pass on him. That, combined with Kylian Mbappe, one of the best attacks in Europe, in my opinion. If mm. that does go through, however, but we've seen he is happy at, um, at Paris Saint-Germain. Mm. Uh, moving on, uh, Ronaldo has uh, been rumoured and apparently a £71 million pound bid uh, to move back to his old club, United. Uh, so, James, do you think this is really a good deal and will Man United make their money worth uh, through this? Well, personally, I just think United are just trying to throw money at players right now. They need to stick with the young players they have and try and develop it. Ronaldo's going to be good for one season or two seasons more. And then he'll just not be worth the money. So that you need to be getting £35 million back every year. And I just think that's not possible. Whereas with Greenwood or uh, Angel Gomez, I'm not sure if he's still there, but if he is, they can develop him at them and then they can play at a better level. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, so, Finn, like, um, do you think that he will fit in the Ronaldo team? I see how he could fit. I see, obviously, United's thinking behind this. Obviously, they do. They have bought in Jane Sancho, um, and they do also have Marcus Rashford. So, I kind of see where they can go in if they're going for like a front three of maybe um, Sancho, Ronaldo, and Rashford. But personally, mm. I do agree with James here. He's going to be class for about maybe like two, three seasons. Then he's probably going to be robbed of his pace eventually. And they're not going to yeah. get the money worth for him. It's like it's like a kind of a bigger version of um, the Kepa deal that Chelsea did. They bought him as the most expensive goalkeeper. And now they're probably going to get, what, 20 mil for him? Because he's not been yeah. good. So after mm. a few seasons, he's not going to be as good. I mean, they're not going to get their money's worth. So... Yeah. Yeah, I can um, see the thinking behind it. I can see why he wants to go back. But personally, I think they've got Rashford, they have Martial, they've got Sancho. They're all they're all class attackers. They're all class attackers in their own right. Uh, Martial probably not as much, but still, he's pretty good. He's pretty good for United. So, honestly, and stick with the youngsters, honestly. Mason Greenwood, he's there as well. They've got Scott McTominay in the midfield for the strengths. Like, stick with the up-and-coming team. Don't try to go in for, like, old players. It's like if, um... But, yeah, it's like if City went in for, like, Fernandinho at this time. It's no point when you've got so many new people. So, honestly, I say stick with the young. Get, like, a new striker. If you want a new striker, go for Erling Haaland or something. They've been heavily linked with Erling Haaland. So, I see where they're going with it. I just don't think it's going to work out for them if he does. Yeah. Yeah, and on the, on the money side of it, Paul Pogba will be leaving. We know that Paul Pogba 
is actually like could be worth much more than they'll get for Ronaldo because of, because of course he's a lot younger and he's actually did well in the Euros. So yeah, he did. The price will go up. He no, was class in the Euros. Yeah, amazing goals as well. Mm. Um, but I don't see why Man United want to get rid of him for a swap deal, which eventually they will have to pay money for. Um, I don't see why they would want to get rid of Pogba not for money. But if this deal does go through again, Man United, like James said, are just throwing money at them, mm-hmm. and it's not really working. And they really need to calm it down. And yeah, as I said, because. They have a very good youth squad and they're very good youngsters. Mason Greenwood has been heavily underrated this season, in my opinion. And um, of course, he wasn't selected for the England squad. And I don't see why, because Kane, although he is young, will eventually get past his prime and will deteriorate. However, someone like Greenwood, who's really young, get him involved early, yeah? And then it will adapt and he will change and he'll be able to play. Yeah. It's only Southgate's team if he's still there. Yeah, what they're doing with Foden and stuff. Yeah, like, like Foden, like... Mount, all that. They're bringing them mm-hmm. in early so they can get used to the national squad. And that's what they should start doing with Greenwood. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, Greenwood, he's he's good. He will score goals. And, like, Harry Kane, he didn't, sh- he hasn't exactly shone like we thought he would at the Euros. But no. he's overall a good player. And I think that with a little bit of time, we will see Greenwood eventually. I think that no matter how long we will see Euros, uh, we will see Greenwood at one point. And that's, yeah. that's really what's happening to him. Because um, if he does create this team around someone like that, um, it will overall be better just for England. And of course, he's a fun player to watch. Everybody's a fun player to watch. And Greenwood is that. Um, but moving on from that, uh, Lionel Messi is rumoured to have to be reaching a, a contract uh, with Barcelona. Um, of course, we know that most big clubs from La Liga have tried to put money into it because they think it's over good Spanish football. Um, so, Finn, do you think that Messi should stay at Barcelona or do you think he should move on? I personally think, personally, this is my personal opinion, I really do think he should stay at Barcelona. He should sign the contract. He's going he's gonna to stay as a one-club man his entire career. He started at Barcelona and he's going to end at Barcelona. That's the best thing for his career. He's already gone down as a Barcelona legend and he's gone past 700 goals. And the rate he's going at Barcelona, I think he's only going to get better because I can see Ronald Koeman's going to try build the squad maybe around him and talks with uh, Xavi possibly coming back as manager or Iniesta coming back as manager in when he retires I can see the Messi could want to stay because they're wanting they want to build the team around him. players that can get him into the good positions to score or get assists so I think he should stay at Barcelona let the team get moulded by the manager and if he gets told he can leave and then he'll leave so I think honestly it's going to be more beneficial for him to stay at Barcelona. Because say if he went to City or something, there's a lot of competition in those wide areas. You have the likes of Mares, Phil Foden, Bernardo Silva, 
um, Raheem Sterling. You have a lot of competitions, especially with the youth squad coming through. Felix Nemechi, he can play out on the wing. Um, Liam Delap, a couple times in Premier League too, he's played out on the wing. So, the City have a lot of, like, wing options. So, if he goes to a team like City, he's probably he's going to be in a lot of competition, whereas at Barcelona, he's the undisputed number one right winger. So, um, yeah, it's going to be better for him to stay at Barcelona and become even more of a club legend than he already is. Anyway, James, yeah. what are your thoughts on it? Well, I think he should definitely stay because, I mean, it's been... Like, it would be good to see him just stay there. Like, it was hard to see Ramos go to PSG after being yeah. at Real Madrid for 16 years. It was just, I just think that would probably not be the way he wanted to leave. But um, Messi, he's just the first person on the team sheet. He is Barcelona. Barcelona is him. He has made the team great for many years, and I don't think he'd want to leave it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I think he is good for Spanish football. Um, mm. And but should you invest in him that much that you're going to need other clubs? Absolutely not. That is overpriced, and I don't think it's ultimately going to work. But something like maybe a slight reduction in maybe wages, and I think I'll accept. He is he is good for Spanish football. But yeah. it just doesn't. It's not worth it. If you're getting other clubs involved. Yeah. Um, but moving on from transfer talks um, to managers, where Nuno Espirito Santo has um, became become the new Tottenham manager. Uh, now, James, do you think he'll fit uh, create a good play style at Tottenham with the players he's been given? Um, you know what? I think if Harry Kane stays. The team will be amazing, but if not, I just think he needs a talisman like with Raul Jimenez. But to be fair, I was just really surprised when I saw that because I was like, there was nothing like he'd got anything wrong with Wolves. I felt like Wolves was a great team for him. He'd made it. It was all Portuguese as well. Um, so I'm looking forward to all the transfers he's going to make. But um, I personally, I it was just a bit unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely unexpected. Mm. Um, so, Finn, how do you think he'll line up the team and how, how do you think he'll deal with a Tottenham, so to speak, less than optimal transfer talks? Well, obviously, he's already on transfer talks. He's already on shaky waters about it, as he has and he has told um, reporters that he does want full financial control over Spurs. Obviously, we know Daniel Levy by now. That's never going to happen. He's probably never going to give it up. And um, he's going to stay as it for quite a while. So he's only already on shaky waters. I'd say as for deals they could go in for, I'd say obviously they do um, still, I believe, have Alderweireld as Vertonghen went to Benfica last season. Um, so I say probably they probably need a new centre-back signing kind of to place him because he is getting old, as we know. They'll probably get a new, maybe young... Um, Centre-back signing, maybe like Pau Torres, Ferro from Benfica as well, uh, Pau Torres from Valencia. So um, I think that that could be good for transfer talks. Obviously, if Kane stays, that's going to be a big plus for them. If he does leave, then I do agree with James. They will need a new talisman. Um, person. 
for Jao Felix because obviously he suits Portuguese. I think he would suit the style of play that uh, Nuno will probably play at Spurs, which is going to be quite mid-range of defending and attacking. It's going to be when we're def- when they're defending, it's maybe jockey a bit. But if they get in the final third, then you know, press that because that's mm. what I've kind of seen when City played Wolves um, in the past few seasons. So um, I think he's going to. Jao Felix would be good. He could get assists. He can get goals. He'd be like the Portuguese Harry Kane, in all honesty. So yeah, I think that's probably what they're going to do transfer-wise, or what he'll try to do, depending on who stays, who goes. Um, as for undisputed starters, Kyungmin Son, stay, he's staying. Uh, Lucas Moura staying. Uh, Larice staying. All that, they're all staying. But um, honestly, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, um, Spurs are in the Conference League, so this is kind of. I guess it's kind of a small test to see where they could take off. If they win the Conference League, I believe they automatically get put into the Europa League. So that's going to be good for them if they can't make it in the season. But obviously, as we know, Spurs, they are very tough on their managers. Um, they're not really that afraid of sacking them after a small while, as we've seen with Jose Mourinho. Um, so yeah, honestly, it's going to be either a complete surprise or not really that much of a shock when when Spurs finish in the table. I'd say they're going to aim for a Europa League spot, but i say they're probably going to come in maybe around 8th or 7th, in all honesty. Yeah. Mm. Um, of course, Nuno, he likes having that financial control, and he brought in lots of players at Wolves. But will, will he fit the Tottenham? Of course, financial talks are known to be um, very shaky. And him saying that, Daniel Levy obviously thinks, well, I don't want this guy's manager then if he's going to try and take financial control and waste my money, which you can see why. But mm. Nuno, he created that whole squad around funds, yeah? He got financial support and he delivered. Apart from in that final season when it was slightly less, but it wasn't that bad. And Like James said, in all honesty, we, we can't see why we sacked. Like, he, he honestly did good, and he just had one shaky season. Um, of course, Will, his t- of course, these Tottenham players are going to be thrust into a new environment and uh, new training, and I think they can adapt. However, I don't think that he's going to particularly like Lloris, because we saw Rui Patricio. He was very, uh, he wasn't good on the ball, but he was very good off it. He made uh, he he was very diving, um, and he was more of a tip around the post player. Whereas Larice likes having control of that ball and go and likes playing with it at his feet, which we know some of the best goalkeepers do. However, Nuno's defense did that for him, so I don't see how he. I can see why if Larice does adapt. However, he doesn't. I think. He will have to either adapt to tactics or Lloris will fall a bit out of favour. Um, moving on to, um, well, the Euros, I guess, because yeah. uh, in the 2 0 win over Germany, uh, there was seen a crying German girl. And, um, and 
they decided to show that not all England fans are bad. So they started a fundraiser for her, which has raised over £35,000. Now, in my opinion, that is ridiculous. because That is. Is it, is it all actually going to go to her? Well, I, I doubt it, because like, no, no, no general, like, nine, ten-year-old needs 35 grand. Nobody but needs if, that for just random. If anything, it's either the people that, are, that have made it are either going to take it from themselves, or if they're actually, like, good people, they might give it to a charity or um, places that are, that, or, like, maybe, like, they're friends with small businesses that have been, like, struck heavily by, obviously, the pandemic. Mm. Um, so they, they might bring it there. Or they might just give it to the family of the girl, or no one knows, or they might take it from themselves. Um, yeah. It's a bit odd, isn't yeah. it? Just a yeah. girl just is pictured crying. Like, that, that could have just been a man who's just so in touch with the German team and nothing would have happened. But because it's a yeah. nine, ten-year-old, it's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on from that story, uh, from one petition to another, where 270,000 people have petitioned for France versus Sweden, Switzerland, sorry, to be replayed. Now, of course, um, they won on Switzerland, won on pens. Uh, Mbappe missed his pen, uh, which caused them, uh, caused France uh, to go out. But that, first of all, the petition, I think, is ridiculous. Switzerland won. People are just sad they lost. And 270,000 people won it played. That means absolutely nothing to FIFA. That means nothing to anyone. Yeah. And it's obviously not their own fault. They just need to accept the fact that they're out. Yeah, yeah, some people obviously can't accept that. Um, but move, keeping with the France versus Switzerland, uh, Rabiot's mum is having was having a go at Pogba's relative and Mbappe's dad, saying that Mbappe needed to learn some respect and some self control because apparently he was acting like he's this big tough team, and that Pogba needs to learn to stop doing to stop wasting his time and actually just play football. Now, Rabiot's mum throwing some shade there, but I think that's quite funny, considering that Rabiot himself played pretty awfully that game. Don't you think, lads? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but, of course, Rabiot's parents, and that, they obviously probably think highly of him, as anyone would. They are, he is a world-renowned footballer. Does he, is he better than Pogba and Mbappe? Mm. Pogba, possibly. Not in that game. Possibly. Certainly not in that game. Certainly not. Mbappe, no. I mean, Mbappe did play badly that game, but they're two different positions. We can't exactly compare them. It's like comparing a winner to a goalkeeper. You can never have a fair judge of them. No, but honestly, Mbappe... He, yeah, he did get a, like the tiniest bit out of hand, but ultimately he is a good player. Why um, don't we just get the? Why don't we just get Rabiot's parents to play against Switzerland in in their yeah. positions? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, like honestly, Mbappe. Yeah, it's one penalty miss. Of course, nobody consoled him after, apart from Vinye. But ultimately, they. Um, Mbappe with one pen, it's not the end of the world, and I still think he's one of the best um, youngsters. Um, yeah. Yeah. Moving on, um, a Klopp lookalike 
he spotted outside Wembley and um, he tricked his way onto TV, uh, despite being not a Yoda cop. In fact, some um, person from, it was either Germany or England, but um, he, he tricked his way onto TV, people were taking photos with him, and it was, abs- it was absolutely brilliant. And um, despite all that, I still think he could do a better job than Jurgen Klopp in this last season's Champions League. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, Finn, this was absolutely brilliant. Um, it was, it was. I think it was quite funny, in my opinion. And um, of course, it was. It, it is a bit of fun, but this Euros has turned out to be one of the greatest ones, and I think that's just made it uh, that little yeah. bit greater. Uh, moving on. Quite good. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. Uh, Ronaldo is attempting to be sued by Coke um, because he said he doesn't drink Coca-Cola uh, and instead just drinks water. Uh, so, James, what did you see in that press conference? And well, I'm I'm reasonably sure he did wrong. He didn't do anything. All he did was just move Coke away and then get water. Which, I mean, he's a pro athlete. He d- it's perfectly s- suitable just to be able to drink healthy stuff and not to want to drink it. I just think it's ridiculous by Coca-Cola. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of course, uh, that interview lasted a while after he just moved two coats to slide, put them under the little ledge and um, grabbed them, uh, just grabbed a drink of water. <laughs> But Coke, really, if they're attempting to sue that, that is um, that is pretty funny. Uh, he's done nothing wrong, and he's not. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's in any reasonable deals that would make him have to drink Coke in a press in, uh, press interview. Um, keeping with Ronaldo, though, uh, the goal record for Portugal um, has been set uh, by none other than himself than Ronaldo. Uh, so, Finn, what what what's your opinion on this? My opinion is honestly. We come into the tournament knowing he's that close. He's so close to breaking it. And we come into the tournament and all of us are kind of just like, he's most likely going to break it. Either they go to the final and he's going to easily smash it or they're going to knock out, or they're going to be knocked out and he's going to um, beat it. And also, honestly, going into the tournament, I really, I really wasn't surprised um, that he broke it. Obviously, congratulations to him on breaking the record. Um, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, mm. there's not a lot I can really say. Congratulations to him. Um, he's an absolute beast. He's a pro athlete. And um, mm. yeah, honestly, uh, he can only go up uh, there in goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so so James, did, well, did you think that it was going to be set uh, by him this tournament? Well, I mean, it was sort of now or never because he's got three years until the next one and that might be at the end of his career. So I think it, it was obvious he was going to get it. The Portuguese have got so many attacking. They, if I'm being honest, they just can't sort of put it on a plate for Ronaldo most of the goals he scored. Ronaldo is now just a striker and he scores more than makes stuff now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, of course, um, on the other side of the world in South America, uh, Messi has won the uh, Copa del Rey. Uh, no, congratulations to him, of course. Yeah, um, of course, Argentina won 1 0 against Brazil. 
Um, I think Messi, he had a good tournament. He was brilliant. He's an absolute pleasure, pleasure yeah. to watch. And um, I, I think that Argentina, after all their struggles, deserved to win mm. something. And he's yeah. captain that. Uh, it's a heartwarming moment, of course, uh, for Argentina. And ultimately, Brazil didn't play as well as I think they should have. Mm. Uh, but they played well nonetheless. And, um, of course, uh, Messi was seen comforting Neymar, who, of course, um, did win it in the last few years, but uh, didn't win it this year, I believe. Um, so, although... Yeah. Yeah, although that Messi hasn't done well internationally overall in his career, of course he got to the World Cup final, but I think it's very nice that he's actually won something. Yeah, um, yeah. He can now lay at rest with his six Ballon d'Ors, um, one international trophy, and his many, many La Liga and Champions League. Yeah, just a tiny, tiny amount of trophies there, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> I do believe that he's now won almost every trophy you could possibly win yeah. in his career, I believe. The World Cup is the only trophy that in um, Spanish football and international that he hasn't won. So yeah. when you think about that, the, that's the only trophy he hasn't won. That is quite spectacular that he's won, obviously, the Spanish Cup. He's won the league. He's won Champions League. He's won, obviously, Copa America now. What about um, next year? Next year, it might be the year. Next year, yeah. hopefully, obviously, if it's on, I'm not too sure if it might be pushed back a year, just because of obviously yeah. they do have a one year gap in between the tournaments. Um, but we'll have to wait and see with FIFA on that. So hopefully next year, uh, we could see him lifting the World Cup, and that would probably complete his um trophy cabinet. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on to the Euros, where England have been absolutely running rampant. Uh, through uh, in the group stage, but the uh, knockout stages, and are now uh, in the final. Um, of course, the whole of England has been celebrating. Um, I've outside uh, St Pancras and King's Cross today in London, and um, it was quite funny actually because somebody pressed an alarm and uh, they had to evacuate everyone out of the station, um, and everyone was singing. It was it was absolutely amazing. Um, but Finn, do you think, uh, as some people have denied, that we deserve to be in the final? Well, honestly, it's it. We've made it to the final. Obviously, um, there is a lot of speculation on obviously the Denmark game where we won two one. Obviously, there's a lot of speculation on that because obviously people are saying it shouldn't have been a penalty. Arguably, it shouldn't have been a penalty. Um, but we but actually we get away with it. A penalty. In, well, we the, ma- uh, we didn't Harry- deserve the penalty, honestly, in my opinion. Uh, but we got it anyway. Um, we were gifted the penalty, and um, Harry Kane obviously missed it, and then um, got the rebound. And Denmark fans are saying, "Oh, well, there was a laser pointer in his eye." Well, he saved the penalty, so you, he saved the penalty. Then course, it went out of yeah. his eye. So really, that's not a kind of argument for them. But obviously, I think we fully deserve to be there. I think. Um, we got lucky with the penalty, yeah. in all fairness. We got lucky against Germany, in all fairness. Obviously, we were going into the game probably being like, we're probably going to get slapped about. But, um, yeah, making it to the semi-finals without conceding a goal until that point. Yeah. That was quite an achievement. Honestly, I think we deserve to be in the final. Um, <laughs> hoping 
we have good luck on our side today against the Italians. Obviously, Bedford is going to be Bedford, Peterborough, and they're going to be packed with Italians. They're like yeah. two of the most Italian populated places outside of mm. Italy in the world. So honestly, I can't wait for the final tonight. I'm going to be watching it. Mm. Um, I assume you both are, and yeah, yeah. We deserve to be there. Hopefully, we win it. Go on, England. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so I think we should have got a pen. Not because of that one, but if you saw the Harry Kane one, you clearly fouled and they didn't give it. Yeah. Um, so, one way or another, we were getting a penalty. And I think, of course, the latest point of the side was shameful. Um, but overall, there's not much we can do about it now, is there? Um, of course, we've been held against at the groups and um, people saying that people are going to thrash us, that they're in the semis, that means they're good. Um, of course, which does. But we, of course, came through and uh, hopefully uh, we can win uh, the Euros for our first international trophy in uh, 55 years. Uh, so, James, yeah. uh, what's, what do you think about all of this? Well, basically, um, what I'm thinking is everyone's moaning about us getting the easy side of the draw. We still had uh, Germany we faced in the round of 16, and that's like one of the biggest tests in the round of 16 that we could have came after such an easy group stage. And um, we we played so well in all of the knockout stages, and we're not getting enough credit, whereas Italy, they played really well. But look, they they faced a mediocre Spanish side who had Dani Olmo, um, and then they played other people who weren't... The group stage they had was probably the easiest so yeah. i think that people are underrating us a lot more than underrating other teams like yeah you know, it's just ridiculous yeah yeah of course like like portugal they had the easiest group stage last euros and they are held as one of the greatest teams and that yeah. run was apparently one of the greatest runs um but overall uh, we can just hope that, uh, england win this Euros. Yeah. Uh, join us next time for a very special episode where we get all of our special guests to comment on what we thought about the entire Euros. And um, we will see you next time. Here Thanks, guys. Cheers.